Hey guys, welcome to Let Me Talk Podcast, Season 3, Episode 70. Today's guest, Anya Alchemy, made it to the top six of this year's Australian Idol. I'm so excited to have her here and have her talk all about Australian Idol and how she came to be a musician and the love that she has for music and being an artist. So without giving anything else away, let's get into this episode. Anya! <laughs> We are going take two, take two, (laughs) republish, wasn't even published, I just used Issa as an excuse for a break. It was too good, that's why it didn't work. It's actually too good, it was too good for the audience to hear. It had to like, kill it. It just had to breathe. Yeah. And then never get published. You know, that's okay, I'm admitting my mistakes, I'm Mm. admitting I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Um, I was like, yeah, it's working, but really, I couldn't hear anything. Um, it's fine. Oh, my God. So we're here. We're here today. We, I've made you come into the studio. Um, <laughs> that you're so gracious about it. I love that. <laughs> Obsessed I with love that. a drive. <laughs> I love someone who has good drive to be on a podcast. Um, how's everything? How How are you feeling today? Are we all good? I'm good. I'm good. I had... Um, an asthma attack on the M1, and so I had to stop in Mulgrave and get a bit of Ventolin. But now I'm back, back. and ready to go, baby. Woo! You even did some singing. I love that. Yeah, love it that. was croaky as. It was so good. No, it was like, no, nah, maybe maybe that will like help my sex appeal. The, <laughs> the croaky voice. <laughs> maybe the croaky voice is good for the podcast. I love a croaky ooh, voice for yeah. the podcast. It's actually so calming. <laughs> good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Let Me Talk Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have you here. I'm getting more musicians up and I, I, I really I really love it. I feel like you guys do different things to actors. You have different stories to tell and it's, mm-hmm. it's super interesting. Like, I don't know anything or much about the music industry mm-hmm. in terms of the technical side and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know what music I like, but it's like pretty basic. <laughs> oh, what do you like? You know, like the Billie Eilish. The, oh, yeah. Very basic. Billie but, like, actually, no, that's mean. Like, she's really... Are you a Swifty? No, I'm not a Swifty. I'm talking basic. Oh. Like, I don't have, like, artists where, like, no one knows. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very much, like, everyone knows these people. That's but fine, I'm okay though. With that, that, you know? There's a reason they're popular. Yeah. They're and, good. like, Billie Eilish is good. Like, I yeah. feel like she's popular but still got that little bit of, like... Edge. And mystery towards her. So, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, we start with the rapid fire Same. on this one. I you did it. this last time, but we're just going to pretend that didn't that didn't happen. Okay, <laughs> we we're not pre-planned it. here. No. Um, basically, I kind of do it similar to every person yeah. so far because I've mainly only had actors on. Mm-hmm. But I want to change it up today because cool. uh, you're a musician and you don't really want to know. We don't really want to know who your favorite actor is. So well, okay, <laughs> cold, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I won't um, tell you anyway. Cool. <laughs> but we do want to know who your favourite entertainer is or okay. musician, someone in your field or even just as a whole. Um, yeah. At the moment, I love Frank Ocean, mm. but I also love, like, anyone that watches a lot of TikTok will know Noah Khan. And I love I him. I've, the folk guy. I like, think I've heard yeah. his stuff. Yeah. I just love, like hearing people sing on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I think there's just such a natural thing about it. Yeah, There's yeah. no lights, there's no, like, you know, big kind of... Production. Productions. It's just you and your voice. Yeah. I love it. Period. Love it. Guitar or piano? Oh, uh, guitar. 
guitar. Love that. The change it from last time. <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> rock or classical? Ugh, rock. Rock. Um, this might be controversial. <laughs> Who is your favourite judge on Australian Idol? Amy. Amy. She's so vibe. She's such a chill person. She seems very chill. She's very down to earth. I feel like the girls were like the females the, were really good. They always are. I know. Hard. I mean. like, that's, like you never really have a really mean female judge. No, no. Like even in the past Australian Idol seasons, like Marsha Hines was like pretty direct, but she wasn't mean. Yeah, no. like she was direct in the sense that she knows what she's talking Assertive, about. Assertive. Yeah. So she's yeah. just giving you like some good advice. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one is when are you most inspired? Um. In the shower or at like 3 a.m., I would say. 3 a.m. Yeah, in the morning or on the toilet. Mainly the bathroom. How random is those places though? Like the shower, I'm like, that's where I get most of my ideas as well. Because you're just thinking. You're just left with yourself and you're just the steam. You're literally just like, you're there to dream. You're there (laughs) to dream dream the things and what comes out of those thoughts in the shower about your creative life. Sometimes they're Some... bad, sometimes they're good. <laughs> the amount that's there. bad is like, what the fuck was I thinking? I know, and you record it. I record, I voice memo stuff in the shower, and that's just that's just bad. And then I listen back and I'm like, oh, girl. I was listening to a podcast. You know, you wouldn't know Call a Daddy. Of course. And John Mayer was on it. Oh, oh Swifties. <laughs> Swifties hate that man. Are you a Swiftie? Put him behind. Yes, you, of Oh, course. you're a Swiftie, so you don't like John? No. Well, I like him. I'm a musician, so I like him. But as a woman, I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was actually in Australia, and apparently he was in the shower. I can't remember what song he was talking about, which is annoying. um, What is that, Fathers Be Good to Your Daughters, or whatever? What's that one? What's that? His one? Yeah. I don't listen to that, man. Oh, well, Fathers... (laughs) I don't know. It's like everyone uses it for their wedding song, pretty much. Um, It's like, Fathers Be Good to Your Daughters, or something. I don't know. All I've heard is the gravity one and the weird another world. Well, he was writing, he he literally came up with the entire song of Father's, whatever the hell it's called. In the shower. In the shower. And then literally had to get out of the shower, cancel his like interviews that he had for that day in Oz and then like wrote the whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck? But then he wrote, he wrote that song. Why you don't love me? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe get off with that in the toilet. genius certainly goes. So far. <laughs> but, I mean, he Still is kind cool. of like, oh, I don't know. He's just, there's something about him. I don't know. I'm not a Swifty, so, like, maybe this is probably why. There's something, probably, something wrong with me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably is. not all right. I should be a Swifty. <laughs> I have been be. to her concert. Though. I was like, I'm, I'm a, like, new Swifty. Like her what album, Folklore, that's what may be a proper Swifty. Yeah. Have you been? Well, when's she coming out here? I think Jan. Okay. Yeah. Are you, are you going front row? Yeah, I'm going with my best friend, their whole family. Her whole oh family, I'm going with them. Maybe we'll get you a support act. Why not? <laughs> okay, just call Taylor up. <laughs> just call her up. Taylor. Call her PR team. Hey, up babe. Okay, maybe she will. Like, she'll just give you like a little section there. You, yeah, maybe. That would be good. That would be so, uh, do you have dreams of like that, like supporting people who you'd want to be a support act for? Yeah, like... Teskey Brothers. I'm trying to, like, Australian ones is, like, the most realistic at this point. Like, yeah. Teskey Brothers, absolutely. Jacketine, do you know her? No She's idea. from Melbourne. She's cool. And then, yeah, I reckon those two are, like, my goal this year and next year is to open for them. 
Yeah. Mm. I reckon it's going to happen for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, let's get into how this all started for you. Tell us like where where you're from, how music mm-hmm. came into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Selby. So that's in Victoria. It's about an hour and a bit out of the city. It's like hippie town. It's like Belgrave, basically. <laughs> um, so, you know, people like crochet around trees and all that, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I was singing from a really young age and like my dad plays bass. My mum was in like folk bands and clubs and stuff like that. Um, and then my parents both got remarried and my mum married my stepdad, Bernard, and he um, was a pretty accomplished musician at that time. And so he kind of... Um, helped me do my first recordings as like a six-year-old and kind of taught me how to play basic like instruments and then just kind of nurtured that um, as I got older. Wow. So did you um, do it in school or was it mostly like outside of school that you were like mucking around with music and instruments and things like that? Well, I was in like um, all the choirs and like all that, all that crap. And I was in, I think I was in the school band. I can't even remember now. Like, I'm trying to think of like high school, high school. Yeah. I was like always in, you know, being a little loser in all those groups. <laughs> but um, outside of school, I did a lot as well and kind of did like open mic nights around the area with my stepdad mm. backing me. Um, but I was terrible at theory. I'm really bad at music theory. So I fa- like I failed um, VCE music. <laughs> I failed like a last degree. <laughs> Not everyone that's a musician can read. <laughs> Period. Yeah. So, yeah. as in, like, not can read. read. Like, <laughs> that's so true. Like, that's like, why we're in it because can't freaking read. Like, you know, that's pretty hard. But how do you play? Because you play piano as well, right? You said. Yeah. So can you read those notes like that? You're getting yeah, on that. I can read a little bit. It's more like all the annoying stuff, like. The technical The stuff. technical, like, yeah. written. Like, I'm not good with that. I'm good with, yeah. like, hearing stuff and then seeing stuff and doing it my way. But I'm not good at, like, being under pressure, doing a test and trying to figure out what yeah. eighth note is. Blah, blah, blah. Literally. That's like me, like, even with um, when I did my Bachelor of Film. Oh, yeah. Like, as you can tell, as displayed earlier, <laughs> my camera skills are quite average. No. Um, and we had to do a test on that, like, full set it up and stuff. And when I'm under pressure oh. like that, I can't. Yeah, I'm just same. like, no, this isn't going to work. I pre- I think I failed it. Like, just, <laughs> it was so dumb. Normalized like, failing things. Or I had to do Who it twice. Cares? And I was like, well, it's just like the test environment I don't I don't gel well with. I'm, I'm just same. like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you t- have you been technically trained at all with your voice or mm-hmm. mainly just you going off and learning yourself? Yeah, like I, I, was, I got lessons, um, I think, from grade five in mm-hmm. primary school. And then I've had them... Just from school ever since. Yeah. And now, like, post-idol, I don't um, have anything. But I would still do it. Like, I think it's still good to, like, at least get someone else's opinion. Because yeah. sometimes, like, people say you're good, but, like, you want someone that's going to really give it to you, like, like tell you how it is. And yeah. tell you if something sounds crap or how it could sound better. And sometimes you need, like, a professional for that. Mm. So, yeah, I still would do lessons, I think. Do, yeah, because, like, as an actor as well, like, with me, we go, you know, you do your long courses and things like that, and then every mm. year from there maybe you'll do a refresher course or, or like, an eight-week, short-week course. Is that kind of how singing lessons work? Like, you go into courses, or is it more mm. you kind of book in a private um, singing yeah. teacher and you just go that way? Book yeah. As you go? Yeah, more the latter, I think. Just because, like, sometimes having the weekly lessons, if you're already gigging, it's not that necessary because you're yeah. already kind of 
doing bits Putting and pieces. Putting it into practice. Yeah, but yeah. like it's good vocal health wise. Like I go to. Um, What's it, what are they called? ENTs, where they stick a little thing down your throat. They put it up my nose because I kept gagging when they tried to put it down my throat. <laughs> I'm like, eh. <laughs> it was literally the worst experience of my life. But yeah, so I go to that and I uh, make sure that everything's you know standing healthy, yeah, and stuff. But yeah, amazing. Mm. Well, let's get into the most exciting thing as to why we're here today. Mainly, <laughs> is you and your journey on Australian Idol. Yeah. Um, that's exciting because it's come back after, I think, like 18 years or whatever since it last aired. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> we can't count. Well, I think it was 18 read. years ago since it first aired. <laughs> and then I don't actually know when it ended. Maybe 20, 2006 or something. Yeah. Um, maybe. But what made you go on Idol? Like, considering you have the voice <laughs> and you. then what we might have other stuff, but you have the voice mainly in Australia. What made you go on that versus something like The Voice? I think, like, the Australian Idol structure was way nicer and better. Mm. And, like, voice, like, you have to, like, battle and you have to do all that crap. And they kind of, like, box you in to a genre a lot mm. more. And, like, I thought going on Australian, I thought there were going to be more themes. Like, it'd have to be, if you'd have to sing country this week or whatever. And I would have excelled if that was, like, how yeah. it was like the real original like rock week or country week or like hip hop week like mm. I would have excelled doing that but it was more like you can choose very similar songs and just kind of fit them into each week yeah but um that's why I chose it because I just thought it, it seemed nicer and there were more successful artists that came out of it so yeah and with the process of auditioning for it did you practice a lot or did you kind of just was it kind of an off-the-cuff kind of thing? Like, I'm just going to do this now, send my tape in and then see what happens? Or was yeah. there a lot of that went into it for you? Yeah, well, I did, like, my Zoom kind of audition bit. I literally did that in my classroom at Collarts oh, in my wow. lunch break. And I was, like, belting loud. Everyone was walking past, like, who is this chick? <laughs> Shut up. I just trying to learn how to transpose. Can she go home? And so I was like, ah! But so I did that, I don't know. Ten times, and then I just slid it in, and I'm like, if they like it, cool. If they don't, uh, uh, so whatever. was it? So the initial audition was you sending in the tape, yeah, yeah, and then the next one would have been the producers' audition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what was the most difficult part? The producers' one or the judges' audition? Um, ah, uh, probably judges. Yeah, judges' audition for sure, mm. because you know you see everyone that didn't get in, and you see their reactions, and you just like oh, they look like they had they had the look, you know, and they had the vibe and they didn't get through. Mm. And it's like in the real world, the voice doesn't actually matter that much. Like the look and like what the vibe you give and like what you yeah. have to say matters way more than how good you can sing, to be honest. And so that's why it's a little bit different and that's why it scared me a little bit more because like I don't really care about having a good voice. I just care about like having something to say and mm. making cool music and, like, having my own perspective. And so I'm like, yeah. oh, like, <laughs> they're going to judge me on how I sing. Oh. So you came into Melbourne to do the audition, obviously. Yeah. How was that day? Like, what was oh, that like for you? I was, like, full on. My family came and we were asked to be there at 6 a.m. And I didn't, I wasn't on until, like, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., oh something God. like That's that. That's the worst, <laughs> having to wait. I was so sick. I had laryngitis before I came. And so... 
like I lost my voice a week before my, my audition and I was like oh my god it's over this is a sign from god like oh my god it's over <laughs> and um yeah so I was really sick when I was there and so all I was drinking was green tea and Tim Jams and I just like had to pee every five seconds and I was just like <laughs> and we're like talking to all these people and like hardly anyone got a golden ticket that day and people just crying it was literally like vietnam war like battlefields it was how did like how was the vibe there though like did you meet a lot of people that ended up well did you meet some people that ended up being in the top 12 with you or top 24 in melbourne or was it a lot of was there was there a majority from like one state that got chosen Oh, I don't remember anyone on my day being in the top 12. I don't think they were because yeah. all the Melbourne auditions were the day before me. Yeah. So there's two days for that. Um, oh, okay. So there's two mm-hmm. two Melbourne dates. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. And so like, there were heaps from – where were the most from? I think Sydney and I think WA had heaps too. Mm. Um, yeah. Melbourne didn't have the most people go through, I don't think. Like on my day, I think it was maybe 10. Out of like, um, how many people were there? Like 40, 50, something like that. Wow. And so, yeah. That's still a lot. It's still a lot. Like, that's that's a lot to get through. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I was just happy to make it through the audition. I didn't think I well, would. They, and they so. obviously weren't going through, like, alphabetical order. Like, yeah. it was more just like, if you didn't get to call and you're up, so you like, unexpectedly going to go up at, like, 6 p.m. <sighs> I know. But then you might unexpectedly be the first one. You just don't know. I know. That's I know. insane. And they all, like, they looked so weird. Like, sometimes <laughs> really famous people, they look so perfect. They look like wax figures. And I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see any of them. And so I was like, that's fine for me. But all I see are these perfect straight white teeth just, like, shining oh back God. at me. <laughs> did, you, did you wear contacts, though? No, no. Oh, my God. So you were in the audition pretty much, like, blurred. Well, yeah, or yeah. No. It's just, yeah, it's just, like... Like the, I don't know how far I was away from them, four metres. Like I couldn't see like. Oh, okay, well. They're like, uh, like I can see yeah. like the outline, but I can't see like definition. What was the feeling going in there? Like were your, <sighs> did your stomach just like drop as soon I as you saw them? I was so nervous. I mean, I was with my stepdad. And so yeah, because like, you had that little bit of comfort. Yeah, you like if I screw up, he's right there. It's just another gig, whatever. Yeah. But I was really bloody nervous, I'm like, especially because it's going to be on TV, like. If I screw up bad, <laughs> everyone's going to see it. I'm going to be, oh. But I so reckon right. the people that, like, are there to screw up are the act- are actors. Like, you've got to be. You can't be, you like, you, do you know those like people that just go in, like, mm. and just, they know they can't sing? I think some of them go in for a joke as well. Yeah. Like, just to do that and get a couple more followers. But, yeah, conspiracy theory time. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> I wonder. You've got to be. You've got to be an actor. <laughs> Why would you be a person knowing you can't sing and willingly fucking embarrass yourself? Like, I, I Maybe just for don't the think followers, for the yeah, followers, for the followers, do you actually, as a person that does that, do you actually get followers? Unless know. you do something really outrageous, but <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Like, friggin' kiss Carl Sandler? Something Ooh. I don't know. Like, who knows? Um, Risky. But your audition was like, I watched your audition, and you. it was so like good because obviously. The songs you get chosen, I'm mean, assuming, are from the producers. They choose that for you, and then you kind of have to interpret it your own way. Is that right? Or well, it's it's a bit like you can choose, but you can only choose from like a certain list, yeah, like of like three songs, and you have to choose from that. And so sometimes you just gotta, oh, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, yeah, you know. Did you like the want. song though? Because I feel like you did it so well. Like, 
Yeah, well, they I were impressed. Clearly, I like, didn't audition with that at all, and they just found that I have a cover of it on YouTube. Of oh, Ring okay, of Fire, yeah. And so they were just like, "Yeah, we like that. Do that." And I was like, "Oh, slay. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I will." So they do they so the producers <laughs> go through your whole social media and stuff before yeah. you go into the judges' audition. Always, and I think like if you're a bit of a can I say dick on here? Yeah, dick. <laughs> if you're a bit of a dick, like they'd have to go through just to make sure that you're not. Yeah, like if you're like racist or whatever, and you're posting like all yeah. that, they'd have to check. Yeah, because you'd obviously not be allowed to yeah. continue forward. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope so that they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. let you continue they forward wouldn't. if you were just a fucking <laughs> racist idiot. Um, what was the highlight for you at the audition? Um, if you remember it. Yeah, I remember it. I think the highlight was um, getting my golden ticket and being able to like call up work and be like, hey, can't come in. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I, know, I felt really bad because like, I gave it like, no notice. But I was like... <sighs> like, it was just something to look forward to. I was in such yeah. a rut, and I was like, oh, finally, I get a break. So, yeah, that was the best thing. <laughs> Who, did you resonate with a certain judge? Like, did you have a moment with a certain judge when you met them that you kind of connected with um, that maybe wasn't on on the screen? I don't know. I really liked Megan because I felt like she was a lot like me, and she's, like, quite young. She's, like, my sister's age, so mm. I really liked her and just her vibe was cool and Amy too like whenever they would go past us like in the hallways or whatever they'd always say hi they'd stop make eye contact and say hi yeah and like that sounds like the most little thing but like a lot of them didn't you yeah. know and like just the normal human interaction to be like hi how's it going and to keep walking it's just like <sighs> yeah it makes you know? everyone more like settled and and comfortable as well like you know you don't see them as like these massive celebrities you Mm. know which you just got to humanize I feel like in a situation like that you have to just see them as like your peers and the people Mm. that are like you're in the same industry as they Mm -hmm. might be just like slightly ahead Mm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because otherwise you just make it this big thing and then get into the audition and you literally can't do it because you're like I'm performing in front of God. Exactly. Which is crazy. Because mm-hmm. I, I, like, being when I was in, like, LA and stuff and doing the courses, I just had to see, like, managers and stuff, people that are just in the industry that are going to help me get to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Not they're going to hinder me, they're going to help me. Because I feel like as soon as you start seeing, like, anyone that's wanting to listen to you, hear your talent as, like, the predator, like, then you're just going to just not go well. Like, it's you're going to um, sabotage yourself. I love it. The predator. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's no? Like, like, just someone that you feel is, they're there to help. I feel like if you change mm. the mindset and mm. just be like, these people are just here to help. Yeah, they're They just might like just have more notoriety than me, but, mm. like, they're not, they're very similar. They do the same thing as me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, live performances, top 24. We've got some exciting uh. things. What um, round would you say was the cha- most challenging for you during the competition? There's so many rounds. Yeah. I and mean, such a different competition yeah. style kind of wise, how they do things. Mm. It's pretty intense. It is. I think, like, obviously the most challenging for me was Papa Don't Preach. Mm. Um, just because, like, not even arrangement-wise, the arrangement was not bad. Come on, but like it wasn't the vocal. Thanks, girl. Like it was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, it honestly no. wasn't. I just don't think like the song. I know was the greatest, but like that's not your fault. Well, that was that was like one of the hardest bits. Is like like I hated my vocal performance on it. Listening back to it, I'm like, 
oh, I should just go home. Like, that is bloody awful. Like, I hold myself to such a high standard. And that was mm. just, that's why I was in tears because I was like, this yeah. is just like, my mum came out and it was the first time that she'd seen me perform since she's been in hospital. Yeah. And like, I made her come all the way from Melbourne to Sydney and I, and I made her sit there and I was just not good. Mm. And I just felt embarrassed that like my family was there and that I just didn't step up. It just wasn't good. And the, my only other choice besides Papa Don't Preach was Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, I'll just More get on that. Choose. Get on the JT because that's, <laughs> that's my freaking style. Oh. That would have been so freaking hard oh. though. Like that would have been oh. way harder too, I feel, mm. to do just unless you completely flipped it. But who knows? Like that's the thing. You can't please everyone and – for me, like, during your performances, it was, you were so good. And the one thing that annoyed me when I was watching it was them, like, well, one judge in particular, all <laughs> the time, just change the change the arrangement, all that stuff. But there's only so much you can do. And I'm mm. sure you agree with that. Like, mm-hmm. how fast is the turnaround? Bloody fast. Like, three, four days, probably. Mm-hmm. And, like... Especially if you want to change your arrangement a lot, three, four days is not enough to sit down and just be like, because your days are packed. You don't get any time off. Yeah. And like, you don't get a day off and like your days are packed. So you don't have time to sit down and be like, this is the way I want to do it. This is how I'm going to dissect it. Because, you know, by the time you get to top 10, Mm. you don't have time for that. And so you can't flip it like you did before because you got way more time to do that before. You got time to sit down and like pick out your arrangement. And in the real world, that just doesn't exist. Those time constraints don't exist. Yeah. And when you're by yourself, you don't get to talk to the band. So, like, you can't, like, collaborate in that way. If you weren't um, in the competition and Harry, like, were to, was to say that to you in a normal environment, maybe you're performing to him or in a just a normal place, you mm. know, for whatever reason, mm. would you agree with his comments or not really? Like, if I was, like, doing a gig and he said something like that? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I agree with his comments, like, for sure. Like, I didn't change it up that much, for sure. I think my issue with it was because it wasn't consistent with what he was telling everyone else. Yeah. No one, hardly anyone changed the arrangement, and it was just 100%. me. A hundred percent. You know, and, like, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I should have changed it more. I didn't have the time, yeah. and I couldn't collaborate with the band. And, like, I honestly, I just felt like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I've got three days to learn this bloody song, like, this Papa Don't Preach and the only other version is Justin Timberlake. Like, bloody hell, what am I going to do? But Madonna is difficult in general to uh, sing yeah, because her voice is very unique Her and her vibe is not your vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your vibe is completely different. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like, you're going to do the best that you can do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's what annoyed me a little bit is because when I was watching as an audience member, just watching it, it was like, well, so many other people are not changing the arrangements Mm. like Mm -hmm. and this is certain songs that are very popular and you're like if i do this and change the arrangements what what's it gonna do like Mm. are people gonna hate it and at the end of the day it comes down to the people that are watching they're the people that are voting for you yeah like obviously i do appreciate harry because like he's the only judge that really like will tell you technically yeah yeah how um, to change things how to change things and stuff even though like they all have their job they all have their role that they have to play and stuff like that Mm. he but I think that that was a little like unfair on you because he wasn't Mm. really giving that similar advice to people that were probably doing the same thing yeah for sure like I mean I don't know what's all behind it or like what he was trying to get at whatever like I absolutely understand the comment but 
it's hard. Yeah. You know? You're just, yeah. just trying to do your best. Like, it's hard, but oh well. Did you feel alone, uh, like, when those, like, after that? Did you kind of, were people supportive to you after it and kind of, kind of trying to, you know? Yeah, a little make bit. Make sense of it for you? Yeah, I mean, my parents, <laughs> my mum was just, like, <laughs> raging. <laughs> people that are so unfair on your mum. It's like, oh. men. Well, because she's just a woman, just showing her feelings, just feminine rage. Who cares? Yeah, I was like, that's so broken. I'm like, no, you're misogynistic. Yeah. And like, I can see right through that. It's not. She's a mother standing up for her child. Any good parent would. And yeah. if you if you think you wouldn't do that, you're a bloody bad parent. And I'm saying that right now. <laughs> that's that's it. She's a mother, you know, protecting her child. Someone said yeah. something unfair about her kid and... She's standing up for it. She's showing you what she thinks about that. If I had kids, I would absolutely do that. Like, I don't think that's bow. I don't think that's trashy at all. Like, she's saying how she feels. Anyone that's calling your mum's trashy can actually (laughs) hop off this podcast if they're listening. (laughs) Hop Hop off this podcast right now. If you're listening, (laughs) hop off it. (laughs) Hop off it. Um, Hop off. (laughs) Hop off the thing. But from that performance... You did flowers. <laughs> now, that was the audience choice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they really sat there and actually thought about your voice and what you what you do, or was it more, hey, we just want to sit and listen to flowers on TV? Because you had other options that were better. Yeah. But they chose that. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was sitting there being like, I don't know if this is rigged or not, but something, <laughs> something's going on here. Like, I thought it was a good performance. But again, he said the arrangement. And I'm like, bro, you're going to flip that into a ballad. You're, I, people I are going to hate of, you. Well, I like kind of wanted to do it to a, like, turn it into a ballad, like slightly. Yeah. And like, I wasn't really like, you know, the music team wasn't really vibing with that. And so I didn't. And I was Oh, I kicked myself. I should have just gone out with a bit of a, yeah. you know, I should have gone out with a me flavor. And I just felt like, I know I was scared to kind of like put my foot down and be assertive and be like, no, I want to do it this way. And that's the way I want to do it. Yeah. You know, because I just, I don't know, you can feel so inferior sometimes because mm. you just feel like you don't have that much experience and you're just, you're trying to figure out how it goes. And it's, it's really hard to just like trust Yourself. Do you feel that that was influenced by all the comments, though, that you were getting back from previous performances as to why you were, like, a little bit hesitant to just put your foot down and be like, hey, this is the way I want to do it? For sure. Like, taking a risk is always hard. And, like, I, I was took a lot of risks early on. And for some songs, I just wanted to keep them chill, like, back to black. I wanted to keep that yeah. chill. And, you know, I did my own – I changed, you know, little phrases and stuff like that and added some different notes and stuff, but – for the most part, like I just wanted to do things that way and not totally flip them. Yeah. But because it takes so much more time when you only have, you know, a couple of days. Like, um, so it's hard. Like you're just trying to do your best and sometimes it doesn't work out. And that's kind of the moral of the story. <laughs> Try hard. Yeah, and sometimes and it doesn't work. And heightened, oh, well. <laughs> you're in a heightened experience. You're, mm-hmm. You've got you don't just have your like voice and your song choices to deal with. You've Mm. also got like comments and social media and things to deal with. And back then when Australian Idol was on, there wasn't social media. Like they didn't have to deal with that. How did you deal with that? (laughs) 
<laughs> Did that come into play in a lot of your song choices as well? Mm, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I think people just, they kind of choose who they want and like a lot of, I don't know, like how people are shown on TV really influences how people vote, you know? Yeah. And people that are shown a lot more than others, they are more inclined to vote for, blah, blah, mm. blah. I was shown like not that much. not And even the last... You honestly weren't. Thank you, girl. Like, like... I, I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree they with that. You were. honestly weren't shown that much and I'm like what the fuck is this about even like the last episode the grand final episode they did a promo and I wasn't in it people in the that got into top 12 were in it I wasn't in it and I'm like are you kidding me like it was just that one last like to just be like stay down I'm like it's just what is it they just sit there and edit and it's like what are you editing do you think this is what I want to ask do you think the stories are a big deal yeah for sure behind you getting in, you mm-hmm. getting further, and like if it even is the decision of whether you win or not. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, because people want to connect with you, and you know yeah. they want a little bit of a sob story at times, so they can connect with to you. To me, though, you didn't necessarily have a sob story. No, I think that was where yeah. I went wrong. <laughs> like, but what are you going to say? Make up something, and then I, know, like, I have asthma. I have if you don't, have, <laughs> if you don't have a sob, that's what I mean. If you don't have a sob story. That shouldn't, like, it shouldn't matter. I don't know. Because some people hard. don't have sob stories, or not even sob stories, but, like, emotionally, like, driven stories that are going to capture people to the point where it's going to force them to vote. I know. I think that's crazy. Well, it's hard, because, like, that's how you play the game, is you yeah. find stories like that. And I think I just got, like, I just didn't want to do that. Like, it, to yeah. me, that's just, like... I like I just really can't get my head around mm. that kind of thing. But like that's and that's probably why like I didn't go through aside from other stuff. But that's probably a huge reason. But my I life hasn't been that bad. Day, Sorry. What it is is it comes down to the the people watching. Yeah, they'll yeah. control the they'll control the vote. Yeah, and whatever you do. Your fate's already been decided by the viewers anyway. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I don't even get some... When I was, like, actually, like, now watching it as an older person, I'm just like, why do we perform... Uh, why do you perform after the votes close? Because oh, like I find that really confusing. Thing. Well, I think they were just doing it, like, as a chance for you perform one last time. And especially a song that you really wanted that was good. Like, yeah. when I sang... Um, oh, damn, what did I sing? Um... This is a man's way. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> that was good. Thank you. And that was like a song that I really liked, that I was comfortable yeah. with. And so I could go out on a bang and just be like, yep, yeah, that was a good performance. Mm. Even if the one before wasn't my best. Like, yeah. So I think that's why. I mean, that's fair enough. That's how yeah. they've always done it. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they've changed it up. I was just like a, maybe a bit young to remember. Yeah. yeah. But I just found that weird because I'm like, well, you're kind of going off the, you're voting for the performance before, but the performance that you're seeing now, mm. like, might be way better than the performance before, which sucks, but yeah. well, they're going to do it where you could huh? vote on the bottom four performance, but because WA was like it's like three hours behind, they couldn't do that. Ah, uh, okay, it okay wouldn't, yeah, yeah. the times wouldn't match up, it wouldn't That's be fair. fair so, bloody Perth, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What was it like behind the scenes? Give me some tea on that. Drop, <laughs> drop the tea on no. what it was like behind the scenes tea. with the contestants specifically because I don't want to, like, get you into trouble or anything about talking about anyone else. But. <laughs> <Stay>. <laughs> Queen. Um, yeah, it was good. Like, top 24 was, like, the best. That was, yeah. like, the best week because there were so many people that we weren't – we changed rooms 
Mm. Once we got to top 24 or, or once we got to top 12, sorry, or top six, one of them. And so we got to have like our own like stove top and stuff. But before that, in top 24, we didn't have any of that. We just had a mini fridge and a kettle and that was it. And so we had to go out to eat all the time. And yeah. so that like really brought people together because you'd go out and have dinner with people that you hadn't really spoken too much mm. and you go out and have drinks and you go bowling and go to the zoo and that kind of stuff just really connects people. Yeah. And it really felt like like school camp, but mm. with just more alcohol. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, mm. depends. <laughs> depends what. So you go your from camp like was. a community kind of vibe to like isolation. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, and it was hard. Like you create some really strong friendships, and then people go home, and you're just sitting there like, who do I talk to about something that I'm experiencing? When there are people that are experiencing it the same, like the same kind of situation, yeah. but you're not as close with them as you are with people that have left. So, mm. like, it can be really hard to get support as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. Because people keep it to themselves. That's so yeah. that's so hard, too, because you're just like, yeah. we're in this competition. Like, at the end of the day, whatever happens, whoever wins, you still want to have those connections and have, mm. like, that support around you. And it's it's going to happen. It's inevitably going to be something in the arts anyway that's going to happen because – people to a certain extent i I'm, I'm assuming this is what happens change a little when it gets closer to the end yeah yeah did you feel yourself changing as well or not really yeah i think i did like mm. i think one of the worst parts this has been a tea not really tea but just like <laughs> it's true and if any of the contestants are listening this is true so freaking don't try and lie out <laughs> like as you get on you it get, does get really competitive and i think that shows when people kind of mess up a little bit on stage and mm. your instinct as it, as it progresses on is yes you know yeah. and it's not like oh damn I feel really bad for them it's like another one bites the dust you know yeah, what I yeah. mean and like that is true for literally everyone there I'm just saying I'm just gonna say that but you can see yourself feel like happy that people aren't doing as well mm. because you want to do better than them yeah yeah and and that's when I was like oh this like really isn't my vibe like I really don't want to be that kind of person mm. and you know, I just, I just, that's just not. That's my just thing. like kind of like a natural thing sometimes that it's happens though. Drinking. And I mean, you can't give yourself a hard time because we've all done it. We've all been there, being like, it just fuck, feels like, like, yeah, like not right. Like you want to. It doesn't feel right, but yeah. I feel like you, you're when you come out of that moment, you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But when you're in mm. that moment and you're kind of a little bit positive that someone fucked up yeah it might give you like it, it might just be that extra confidence for you to then go out on stage and do your performance a little bit because yeah. i'm assuming after you well if you go after someone that's fucking amazing that's harder well bits and pieces like sometimes it's hard going after someone that's absolutely screwed up because then that gets in your head and yeah it happened for me a few times mm. and you know, and going after someone amazing, that kind of motivates you more to be, to put on a show. And so yeah. I, I think it's the other way around for me, but it's hard because you just want to be a good person. You just want to like be there and, you know, have integrity and just be a, be a stand up citizen. And sometimes yeah. the competition gets in the way of that and like your need to progress through gets in the way of that. And so that's been my biggest lesson is to just, to stay true to who I am and not try and be you know, to cutthroat, I think. Yeah. Do yeah. you have someone that, in in the contestants, the group of people, that was, like, your support through the entire thing? Yeah, for sure. Like, Harry um, 
Hayden was like probably my biggest support. You know, I could just talk to them about anything and um, yeah, it was just really easy. We went out a lot and, mm. you know, I got along with everyone, but particularly Harry, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was like, were you guys pretty similar on, you know, the competition and how you viewed it or? Yeah. 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 I think we were just there to kind of have fun mm. and we both kind of experienced like really similar situations as we were there and like yeah yeah and it's hard because we were both you know quirky and like had big personalities and sometimes that can be taken the wrong way um because Australians are a little touch conservative these days I feel like um but yeah so I think we definitely related on a lot of things but do you feel because you I feel like you were one of the contestants that knew yourself quite well and Mm. knew your artistry and stuff do you think that that also helped you get through to all the rounds through like before you got eliminated because you knew yourself so well and Mm. you weren't kind of unsure of who you are so you you knew the songs like that were your choice were going to be really good because you yeah you've worked on what you want to be as an artist yeah, and I think, like, I lost that a bit as it progressed mm. just because everything can get in the way of that and, like, why you're actually here and, like, why you do music. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that also became a little bit of my downfall because I lost it as I went on. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think it did help me early on. <laughs> yeah. Do you get much feedback or mentorship from the judges no. behind the scenes? No, not really. No. No. Do you like that? No, <laughs> no, I just, I wanted them, like, I, you just want them to like you. And yeah. sometimes they can stay, they can say stuff out there and then you talk to them in person and it's a little bit different. Mm. And like, it's really hard to know where you stand. Like, we're all in the same boat as in, like, we just want to be liked. Like, I just yeah. want to be liked. And, you know, I don't want them to think that I'm annoying or I'm mean or I'm whatever, whatever. And sometimes that's hard if you don't get to talk to them and they don't get to know, like, who you really are, it's yeah. hard to feel Do you like think that, that that's probably that, – that could be something that may, may make Idol better or do you think the way Idol is is good because it also allows independence? Well, yeah, like I don't think they'd change the structure now but like I would love for there to be more like kind of mentoring sessions, like one-on-one yeah. would be really cool. What was the most surprising thing that you discovered about Idol behind the scenes? Um, well, just in general, I guess. Like, even all the kind of rounds that you went through, what's the most surprising um, thing? I think people were just really nice. Like, mm. the contestants were all lovely. The staff were really nice. Like, you know, there was a lot of connections that we made just with the producers and with the runners and stuff like that. Yeah. And I didn't think that that would happen. But, you know, it was like people that I could be friends with outside of the show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And I didn't expect that to happen. Um, Another thing was just feeling like you're a bit important yeah like I'd never really felt like that before and like even in the hotel rooms like they'd bring you um a coke and a sprite every day oh really and replenish it I'm like oh get used Love to that. this free like, coke, free sprite. I'm like all right I'm famous like that's it a coke and a sprite how is that how is actually now I sense people noticing you and knowing who you are does it come I don't, I don't assume it would come naturally to anyone but <coughs> Um, I'm assuming you've kind of worked yourself up to get to that place in a certain extent. Yeah, like it's hard. Hmm. Um, It's hard because you can feel like you're being a bit of a dick. You can feel like you're arrogant just for kind of having been on TV and then being back in your hometown. You can feel like if people are looking at you, 
sometimes I feel like I'm just being, I don't know. <laughs> Even though you're not being a dick, you feel like you're being a dick because yeah. people are going to perceive you whatever they way they want, want anyway. So. Yeah, and so I just try to be nice, but I'm like, if I saw someone coming off that show, in my head I'd think, oh, look at this dick, walking Literally. down the street, going to Coles, loser. <laughs> <laughs> and so in my head I'm like, that's what they're thinking. Are you more conscious <laughs> though of like your image now because you've been on that? Yeah, for sure. And like even little things like back in the day I'd cut my own hair and I'd, yeah. you know, dye my eyebrows and stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't want to look like that, <laughs> like crap anymore. Like I can't look like unkept, I think a little bit, even though now I'm looking, nah, but your <laughs> I hair... dyed my hair purple. Yeah, you like... dyed your hair purple. Do you, because people knew you for your hair color, were you hesitant to dye your hair purple? It was, it was an accident. Like I had a toner for my for the pink so that it would all become like a uniform colour. Yeah. And so I, I was like, oh, it's not that pigmented. Like, I'm just going to add a bit of purple dye to it. And it was way too dark and it's <laughs> so hard to get out. I've shampooed my hair literally 20 times oh and my it's God. so hard to get out. But did you, like, were you hesitant to kind of, even though it was an accident, are you kind mm. of now like, oh, I don't have the pink hair anymore? No. Stressed about it or not really? Not really. I think, like, my thing is just having... Coloured hair. Coloured hair, yeah. Yeah. And just like having a bit of, you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Just I'm a, bit of, a bit of edge bit of... and uniqueness <laughs> to, you know, not yeah, not yeah. looking like your average Joe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess what what are the, what are, what might people's misconceptions be about Idol and talent shows in general? Because, you know, you hear a lot about, reality TV, mm. it being quite manipulated mm. and things like that. Do you think you had that experience that Idol was a bit manipulated? Or? Well, I think like all TV has elements of manipulation, but like yeah. you need that to make mm. good TV. Like you need that for certain scenes and stuff like that. But I think I thought that it would be more corrupt and more like... Dodge. Yeah, more yeah. dodge. And it wasn't, mm. you know. And when you talk to people like one on one, sometimes like, oh, I wasn't shown in that ad, and I wasn't shown in this, and now I'm really angry at this person, this person, and like, whatever. But that's just the way it goes. Like, yeah. And I think like I was interviewed <laughs> straight after I got eliminated like ten times, and like looking back on them, I'm just like, oh, shut your mouth, because like, <laughs> like I was just straight up, and they just want to get the tea out of you. They just want to get you know you yeah. sounding bitter and stuff, and talking about other people and whatever. I don't like when they like. No, even on the show, like not even. I don't even like when you get eliminated and they're like, "How do you feel?" I know it's like, "Well, how do you think I feel, babe?" Yeah, like, <laughs> like I know it's their job and they have to fucking skills. do that, but like, and they have no choice, and they probably feel like you know the hosts and whatever probably feel weird asking you that. Yeah, yeah. But far out, did that just because you're already in a like in a high emotional state after mm. you've just been told you've been eliminated, 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 <laughs> eliminated. So, <laughs> so how do you, how did you kind of? handle that and just have so much grace towards it because you. you did and the comments <laughs> that you made also like <coughs> were like Sorry. commented back on and I was like I don't understand um yeah I mean I think when, like I was happy to go to be honest like I'd really reached the point where I was hardly sleeping and I was living on baked beans and just like <laughs> really struggling to be honest I'm like please let me go yeah please yeah. I don't think I could have done another week I would have gone insane yeah well I think the top three all went a little bit insane to me yeah because it's hard um and so I think you know I just wanted to go out like and I was happy to go out and Royston go in because like representation is so important to me mm. like and 
lots of communities need him to represent them. Sure. And so that's kind of what my ending comments were about. They weren't about feeling like I didn't deserve it or anything like that. Yeah, like people like, took it as that. And they I mean, I okay, like, fair enough. Like, mm. people are looking out for you. That's really nice. But I don't yeah. think that you – I didn't take it as that. Because you've just gone through this whole thing. If you didn't believe in yourself yeah, to get to the end, then yeah. why the fuck are you there then? Like, Period. Like – yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm like, don't make it a selfish thing. Like, even, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. some of the comments from, like, the judges and stuff, and they're like, don't feel like you just need more self-love. I'm like, that's not what this is about. Yeah, like, you're just- literally just, you're saying, you're saying, like, I'm okay, someone else needs this more than maybe I do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're, like, you're all going to succeed. Everyone's going to succeed in whatever that way they want. Yeah, you know? and people and, need to see that. They need to yeah. see people on TV like Royston and just... People need to see that as a role model, you know. And I'm like, I don't care if that's at the expense of me. Like, whatever. That's not about self-love and feeling like I don't deserve to be here, whatever, whatever. Yeah, literally. Like, I think uh, that was a little, taken a little, like, out of context and being like, yeah. all right, like, you're not – you're not, I and know. you're not having, like, a sook. You're literally, know, like, yeah. saying like, that you understand that, you know, people like Royston and in Royston's community haven't been represented mm. on our screens enough and, yeah, yeah. you know – haven't been, you know, showed off to the mm. world the way they deserve to be. Yeah, and I, I didn't want people to, like, feel bad for me. I never want people to, like, pity me. Yeah, And exactly. the fact that that was the reaction it got, I'm just like, oh, like, that's just, oh, just like, yeah. and, like, people are like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Like, you can just tell the judges don't like her. Like, that was one of the comments. I'm like, bro, read the fucking room. Like, yeah. <laughs> kitty, read shut it. up. Oh. oh, I feel so bad for her. She feels like she doesn't deserve to be here and the judges obviously don't like her. I'm like, bro, oh don't say that. Yeah, that. <laughs> and, like, to be fair, to they yourself. were just like, I guess the judges' comments, they probably when they left the place, they were like, oh, okay, she wasn't, like, it wasn't about her. She was literally yeah. saying, like, it's all good. Yeah. Like, I'm Royston, you know, he deserves to be there. I de- everyone deserves to be there, yeah, yeah. but I'm happy to go home because, mm. you know, Royce- Royston deserves to be represented yeah. just as much as I do. So, yeah, I-, I totally get the whole thing. I was just like, why are people making a big deal of this? Like, it's not even that big. I don't, and it wasn't like me. It was just like, I just don't want to be pitied. Ever yeah. like I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't yes. need people to feel bad for me. Like yes, you are. Yeah. Thank you. So what? What comes next? What comes next, yeah. Queen? What are we? What are we All doing? Right. Where are we at? Post Idol and yeah, yeah. The vibes. The vibes. The vibes. Um, in, down in Selby. Uh, I'm doing lots of writing. I'm mm. literally recording every day, and I've got like two thousand songs on my little MacBook Pro. Um, and so they're just ready, ready to go out as soon as I'm allowed. Um, yeah, I've got a gig on the 30th of this month, um, down at Eagle Ridge Golf Club, but then my big gig is on the 12th of May at Suki Lounge. That's Ooh. my important, important one. Okay. So you, you better all come down there. 20 bucks at the door. Come <laughs> on. I'm putting a lot of effort into it. Okay. Yes, the decorations will be very interesting. <laughs> so get around it. I'm hoping to get someone cool to open for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I've got going on. <laughs> that's amazing. And um, in terms of signing and stuff, can we speak on that or not really? It's kind of like top secret. Yeah, that's a bit top secret. Top, top, top secret. <laughs> top, guys. top secret. Well, we'll actually have to have you on. Again? Again. Oh, 
for updates. We want updates. For my leg. Our guests. We want. We want guests. When we have guests, we want updates. You know. I, I don't. Not. You're not one and done. You're not just Happy one interview update. and done. You're one interview and then an update. And, and then, then you're if done. you and then if you become like huge, then like. I want the exclusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumb. Just the exclusive. Come to the little Coll Art studio and let's <laughs> Colin hopefully, Street, hopefully I'll have my own lift. <laughs> hopefully I'll have my own studio by then, you know. You, you just hope so. Hopefully it won't be an hour late then. But yeah. Let's we'll end see. it on let's end it on this question. Okay. I do do an awareness section too. Do do. Um but for to wrap up the idol experience, are you glad you went on Australian Idol? Yeah, for sure. It was like it was hard, but it was, like, the most amazing experience of my life. So Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, like, reality, especially talent shows, can be really grueling and mm-hmm. kind of turns people off music in general after it. Mm-hmm. But I believe that did that kind of motivate you to just keep going? Like, yeah. yeah. Give you that spring in your step that you may have needed before? For sure, yeah. And now it's, like, motivated me to just grip my teeth and just push forward, like... I didn't win. I didn't get a top three and like, I didn't have the best time like on camera being criticized and like on and off camera, whatever. But like, you know, I'm not going to back down. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, maybe this is not for me. No, this is what I want to do and I'm going to make it happen. And Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gritty and that's, you know, how I'm going to get there. So yeah, I'm motivated. And what (laughs) would you say to a future contestant that's applying right now or maybe in the future in one of my interviews i just said don't i did that was a joke it just sounded bad on paper it sounds so bad um no i think do 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 it um do do um but have have someone that's gonna tell you if you're good or not before you audition audition because like that is my best advice you don't want to seeing people be embarrassed and not know that they're going to be embarrassed like breaks my heart so you need your mum or your dad or if you don't have that, like your sibling or your friend or whatever, to tell you if you're bad or good and give it to you straight so that you don't embarrass yourself. Yeah. You know, or if you need that validation, whatever. So that's my advice. (laughs) And at the end of each podcast, I get my guests to raise awareness of something because it's really important for people to hear of something that they might not know that much about. can be within the industry or outside the industry, whatever you want to raise awareness to you or you feel mm-hmm. is often gets swept under the rug? Yeah. I think I'd like to raise awareness to women in entertainment mm. like you and I. We're doing <laughs> our best and sometimes it's easy to be, to let, I don't know, it's easy to be like, I don't like her very much and really you're just thinking about your own internal misogyny. Like talking mm. about Taylor Swift, like I used to not like Taylor Swift but that was just the media like, really banging on and just being yeah, a actually, bit of a maybe woman that's hater. why yeah honestly i don't it's not that i don't like her as a person no 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 like no. just her music is not my vibe well, but i used might to just, not like yeah, it I don't and know. that's why i was like oh she's just a basic bitch whatever yeah. but now i'm like no because the media made me think that mm. and they they turned me on this woman my yeah. my fellow woman <laughs> in art and like i just just don't let that happen that's what i've learned is yeah. that there's always that my, that little person talking in the back of your head that's like nah she's a bitch uh, because maybe she's attractive or maybe she's whatever whatever and like sometimes you can feel yourself not liking them because of that yeah and like competing mm. i absolutely feel that all the time sometimes yeah. and i have to constantly be like no nah, no nah. this is like your team member you're on the same yeah. team and you're your individual your own individual artist you're you're, you're unique to this world no one else mm-hmm. is like you yeah 
Yeah. I think that's how we're meant to, we, we need to see it more. Yeah. Especially because already enough people pit women against women mm-hmm. and we, we don't want to add to that. Mm-hmm. As women, we want to, we want to support team. other women. Yeah. We're a family. So a hundred percent agree. That's what I'm raising awareness to. Thank you Love so much. Love your women. <laughs> Thank you. Love us. <laughs> Please. Um, Thank you so much for coming on um, and just allowing us to gather some insight on Odd Idol and just your journey before Idol. It's really interesting and I think that whatever happens post-Idol, you're going to go far. Thank you so much for having me. Thank and you. if you're listening Loved and you're it. from Melbourne, go to the gigs. Go to Suki Lounge on the 12th Suki, of May. Suki Lounge! Suki Lounge, baby! <laughs> hit it up, hit it up, do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find us on whatever podcast platform you use. And while you're still there, please leave us a comment, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you.